Thank you for joining me once again as we uh, journey into the book of Ephesians. Uh, we're in the t first two verses of chapter 2, and so if your Bible is handy and it's where it's a convenient time, uh, open your Bible to Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll be looking at verse uh, 1 and 2 as Paul has called upon us as believers to look back and reflect uh, upon the reality of our pre-conversion, our pre-Christ uh, existence, and uh, uh, to live in light and full participation of the privileges of uh, the gospel, and to give us understanding as we seek uh, to introduce others to the Lord Jesus Christ, to proclaim the gospel uh, to, uh, to lost people, uh, that we are aware that their situation is uh, difficult, and the, the, the grasp or grip of sin is, is very, very powerful and pervasive. And so uh, let's look, uh, reading verses 1 and 2. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now is now at work in the sons of disobedience. And so, uh, again, uh, those who are spiritually dead, they're not alive to God. Uh, they're living in the realm, the status, the state of sin. And they're following the course of this world. That is, that uh, their lifestyle will demonstrate, will illustrate, will reflect uh, certain godless characteristics. Characteristics that... Uh, uh, are consistent uh, from age to age, from culture to culture to culture. Uh, that is, uh, this is the way fallen human beings uh, rebel against God. And uh, there's a sense where each culture has a unique way of systematizing uh, this type of rebellion against God. Uh, yes, indeed, as individuals, we are rebels against God and we rebel against God, uh, sometimes in very personal, very unique ways. Uh, but there's also uh, a way in which corporately, uh, as uh, uh, citizens of uh, a fallen world uh, and under a, a fallen world order, uh, that we participate and uh, aggravate and, and continue to perpetuate uh, various types of, of sin. And so the, the systems of this world uh, are certainly uh, under the authority of Satan, the, the evil one, later referred to as the prince and power of the air. And so this uh, uh, world system, which is both in some sense kind of a visual, visual, visual system, such as uh, various aspects of government, uh, various aspects of the academic world, various aspects of the media, entertainment uh, world. Um, I think we could even maybe at some level include uh, the medical community and, and their whole uh, fascination uh, with uh, abortion and, and different things like that uh, that are, are certainly godless agendas. And, and so all of these things uh, reflect the design of uh, the ultimate enemy of God, namely Satan himself, and they become systematized in these systems or in these orders. And so uh, we can say that the, the world uh, 
uh, is a system uh, that is organized in its opposition to God. And then it would be appropriate also to say that the world is a spirit that works in the unbelieving world. And so uh, uh, that spirit uh, of, of, of lies, of evil, uh, the spirit of Satan himself uh, uh, inflames people and organizes people in their opposition to God. Uh, um, we, we can reflect back on the Genesis account of, of chapter 11 in Genesis of the Tower of Babel, a Tower or Babel, that um, uh, the people of that age uh, had an organized plan uh, to make a great name for themselves by building this tower. And, and again, God laughed at their foolishness, their folly. And he, uh, he, he destroyed that particular plan. And so every uh, uh, cultural system, every world order uh, is about the business of building their own babbles, uh, both uh, in terms of uh, uh, their, uh, the symbol of their unity, the symbol of their rebellion against God, uh, their plan that apart from all revelation of God, uh, that they would be notorious, that they would be memorable, that they would be significant uh, within uh, uh, the world. And so the unbeliever uh, takes his philosophy of life, his agenda for his life, his philosophy of life, his goals and his purposes from life uh, from this world system. And uh, if you're, if you're parenting children, you, you should be able to pick up on this very, very quickly, that uh, you have all different types of media platforms, whether they're magazines or uh, digital type uh, uh, media or uh, electronic television, motion pictures, but they are in so many ways, verbally and non-verbally, communicating to your child, this is how you should live. Uh, these are the fashion uh, ideas that will make you acceptable. These are the things that you must own. Uh, this is the way you must talk. This is the way you must live. And so uh, that is the world system uh, uh, enculturating uh, succeeding generations uh, with their ever uh, increasingly decadent uh, agenda. And so... Um, so the unbeliever, by definition, by, by the affinity of their own fallen heart, is following after uh, the evil uh, pursuits of the world system, uh, which is temporary, and as John says in his little epistle, uh, is destined to, to pass away, to fall away. And so uh, this uh, system of the world uh, stands in opposition to the city and the system of God, and it is, the, of course, the city of God uh, that will one day uh, be proven and demonstrated beyond all shadow of a doubt uh, that, it is, uh, that it rules and reigns supreme. So, again, uh, the unbeliever is trapped within a system that uh, at some level uh, is dictating and enticing uh, the unbeliever to continue to embrace uh, false ideologies and false practices. So... I pray that that's a, uh, some information that will be useful to your day and a blessing to you uh, as we think about uh, the great uh, reality of that which God has saved us from and what He's saved us to. Uh, so I pray that God will bless the balance of your day.